Thank you, Center for Spiritual Living Denver for your continued support. Thank you Center for Spiritual Living Midtown Atlanta for your monthly contribution. Thank you Center for Spiritual Living North Jersey for your monthly contribution. And please help us welcome OM Center for Spiritual Living in La Mesa, California. Thank you for your monthly donation. Thank you Center for Spiritual Living Seattle for your most generous donation. And a special thanks to Hefferlin Foundation for your generous technology grant. And Suze Ajit, thank you for your very generous donation. And a big shout out to all our committed donors. to the Cosmic Prayer. I'm so excited to be here this Monday afternoon here in the UK and 12 o'clock, I think, or 10 o'clock mountain time. I've got to get my timings right here. My name is Laura Topper and I'm here, of course, on New Thought Media Network, this amazing focus ministry that shares so many programs just like this to inspire you to know the truth of who you are as love using spiritual practice and conversing, understanding more. And this show particularly, we have an ongoing conversation about prayer. And this happens week after week with uh, a different inspirational super guest who comes on to share the idea of prayer. And this week, I just feel so filled up, so grateful, so overjoyed that uh, the super guest who is here waiting to come on is just such a beam of light. She lights up my life and my heart. And, um, and I know that uh, Bonnie Gonzalez has so much to share here with us. Not only today, she's gonna continue her sharing with her new show, which she's going to talk about, that's coming on with her to uh, New Thought Media Network in the next couple of weeks. Bonnie is a licensed spiritual practitioner and an expert in uh, helping, assisting and guiding people through their journey of grieving. And Bonnie is a registered nurse and also a life coach and has so much to offer and share in the way that she does uh, with, with the work that she the work that she does and creates really from her heart. So let's welcome Bonnie on because I'm just so excited okay. to be here with you, Bonnie. I know you're coming in from Mexico. Welcome to the Cosmic Prayer. Good morning. Good morning, Laura. Uh, oh. I, love, I love our different time zones. I love how we're just all over the world. You're in the UK. I'm down here in Mexico. The studio is in Colorado. What a beautiful, what a beautiful international program and opportunity to just share our voices with the world, Laura. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that. 
Oh, and it's just amazing that you're here. Yes, and that we're connecting like this and that the, the internet makes everything so possible and the intention that we have to share like this and to mm. inspire. And you are such an inspiration, Bonnie, with everything that you do and um, your, your global intention. I know that you are a, a global citizen and that's what I love. One of the things that I love about you is there's you're fearless. It's like, okay, let's pack a bag. We're going here. We're going there. We're going to live here. We're going to live there. <laughs> Bonnie. <laughs> I was going to say, Laura, I think that's the byproduct of prayer, correct? Right. Just, just oh, oh, gosh. I just, when I think about prayer, Laura, um, when I think about prayer, I feel that every, mm, every focused intention that I have is a prayer. Um, prayer doesn't um, just happen, um, you know, in the morning or in the evening. For me, Prayer is ongoing. When I think about, uh, just yesterday, I was thinking about my daughter that's um, visiting Germany. And um, I just sent her light and love in that moment. In that moment, that was a prayer. That was definitely a prayer for her, for her well-being. So uh, prayer has no defined space or place that it needs to be. It can be at any time any moment right now in this moment there's a prayer just to just to share information with the listeners just to share information that's a prayer that's a prayer yes. right now yes and that's so so important i believe what you're saying is because we can have this idea or i i before i used spiritual mind treatment I had this idea that it it was a set time or not, not, not necessarily a set time, but I had to be in a rigid routine. Mm -hmm. And then the more I realized and practiced, I was then freed myself from that. And it's like, yeah, prayer is every word that I'm saying, every intention mm -hmm. that I have. And how do you, how, how does that really support you? Because I know you're in, you know, when I, I know you as a, as a friend, I know you, and yes. I know that you travel a lot. Yeah. And whenever, you know, you say, I move, I'm picking up and moving. And it feels like that might feel really scary for a lot of people. And for you, it's just like, no, no, this is just the next piece. <laughs> oh, wow, Laura. I, th I think uh, what we were both saying just now is that prayer does not have to fit a template. It does not have to um, be done in a certain fashion. It's listening to your heart, your heart speaking directly to the heart of the divine. Um, I was going to say for me, Laura, what I have um, come to realize over the years of my being on this planet is that prayer is directly, for me, tied into my faith having faith that whatever I am praying for, there, that, is, that prayer is answered. Um, I, I bet you I'm not the only one that, have, that has had this happen, that you pray about something and then you worry about it. You worry about it like, mm. oh, I sure hope that comes out right. Oh, my goodness. I think I better go and do X, Y, and Z to make sure that this prayer is answered. And um, someone said to me oh, a long time ago, they said, you know, Bonnie, you either pray about it or worry about it, but you can't do both. It's like... It, um, the, the person said that every time you pray, your angels are there. They come, they listen, and they go out to seek the answer to your prayer. But every time you worry about it, the angels come back. They come back to hear, oh, is she saying one more thing? Oh, did she say something else? Let's make sure we get it right. So this person said to me, Bonnie, every time you pray, and then when you worry, you're calling your angels back. You're calling your angels back. So the prayer doesn't get answered because you're worrying. So for me, that just made a visual. Yes. That 
prayer equals faith. Um, yes. Almost two sides of the same coin. Prayer for me equals faith. And to yes. us, yeah. So, so um, I just wanted oh, to- Oh, that's such a beautiful sharing because I know you're a visual person and you love creating, you know, we'll talk about that in a moment because yeah. of the work that you do with Soul Collage. Mm -hmm. And yet when you said that, you know, we're sending our angels out. It's so, so powerful. Cause it's like, yeah. well, those angels are our thoughts and our intentions, yeah. aren't they really? Yeah. And yeah. 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 And when we worry, we're, we're just, um, we're just is, planting seeds of doubt. Right. It is, it is, as you said, it's your energy going out. It is your yeah. energy going out. And when you stop to worry, you're blocking that energy from really flowing to manifest what it is that you want. So um, I just like to share that because for me, that was a real turning point. I'm um, sure. Yes. And um, I want to ask you, Bonnie, because I know that your work for, for a long time has been where well, you, you have always served humanity from a healing perspective as a nurse um, for, for, for your years of service as a nurse, assisting people healing in their own healing. And now as a, as a, as a life coach and a spiritual practitioner, I can, I can see how your work as the grief doula mm. has evolved. Um, piecing together, blending together, really everything that, from from the expertise that you have from all of these different areas mm. and i i'm really excited by what you're doing because to be a nurse mm. and to have held people's hands and hearts mm. in their moments of need um, yeah. you must have be, have experienced grieving in in a really dynamic way and now to turn it around into this well grief is so powerful let's celebrate mm. grief Oh, yes, yes, yes. Laura, I, I want to say um, it's um, doing grief work. I, I want people to understand, first of all, I think when we hear grief, there's the idea that somebody died or there's a death. But I want to say that grief comes from experiencing a loss a loss, a loss, of course, the big mother of loss is death. But then we have loss of relationships through divorce or friendships that, that fall apart, jobs, um, moving away. We moved from the U.S. to um, Europe. That was a loss of a lifestyle. So grief is caused by loss. And loss are those experiences those events that happen that you can't go back to the way life was before. You just can't go back. So that puts you into that state of grief. And the more I am with grief, my own personal grief, and being with people that are in grief, the more I realize that grief truly is love. It's just love, love for those things that we desire and want. And being a nurse, yes, I have sat with people that have transitioned. I have sat with the families afterwards. I've sat with patients that um, have gone through a devastating loss, that their house burned down. They were in a terrible accident. I've sat with that kind of grief as well. And to know, um, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but you had a great guest on last week, Reverend Charlotte Manning. Am I? Yes, am I Reverend Charlotte, Dr. Charlotte. Yes. Yes. And Just, she was talking about forgiveness and her book. Yes. Forgive. Yes. And she said, so I'm doing something called the artist way. And I'm sure yes. it's been around a long time and you can always just do a Google search on the artist way. But I read something this morning in my artist way 
talking about an answer to a prayer, to want to articulate today about loss and grief. And that prayer was answered. I found this quote first thing when I opened my book. And it's talking about an August. But think about this is really how life operates. Okay. It says, um, in order to move through loss and beyond it, we must acknowledge it and share it. Because artistic losses, artistic art is our lives. Artistic losses are seldom openly acknowledged or mourned. And if they're not, they become artistic scar tissue that blocks artistic growth. So if we don't acknowledge the grief, have someone to, to, to um, acknowledge with us, I call, I use the word witness. Have someone witness our story mm. around grief. Until we do that, we get blocked. As she talked about the scar tissue, it scars your life when you don't acknowledge that grief and move through it. Wind up getting stuck. Lots of people wonder, well, why can't I just, why can't I just move on? I don't want to deal with this. I, it's like, but that is one of the road rules. One of the road rules. Right. Wow. Yes. And let's, let's just pull this up now because Diego has very kindly reminded me oh. that to show, <laughs> I want to, we want to show everybody your, your, um, your show post. Oh, yeah. Because you, you, this is going this is who you are bonnie mm -hmm. you know bonnie the grief doula yes. and you're going to be here on new thought media network with your new show every mm -hmm. monday from the 14th we're going to talk about why it's the 14th okay. from the 14th of february yes. on new thought media network uh bonnie gonzalez will be here on mondays at one o'clock talking about bringing grief into the light, embracing and celebrating grief from the perspective of love, uh, yeah. rather than from this myth of, you know, grief being something that we have to cover up and almost be ashamed mm. of, or yes. just it's that piece of work, mm. just keep it until later, I can't be bothered with it now, it's, it's yeah. gonna interfere. So you're gonna be here every week and you're gonna talk and you're gonna have guests on and you're gonna bring your light yeah. and your expertise as a, as a coach and as a nurse for people to ask you questions and really be involved in a conversation on this. Yeah. It's so powerful, Bonnie. Yes. I, um, Laura, this is really an answer to a prayer, an answer to a prayer. <laughs> prayer, to be able to talk openly and joyously about grief. My goal is to demystify grief, bring it out of the back room. Let's shine a light on that, on that monster that we haven't been able to look at. Let's shine that light so that we can see, oh, oh my goodness. That's, I didn't know that, that was a beautiful part of grief. I didn't see that diamond that was there as grief. But before we can get to the diamond, we've just got to move through it. I want, I just want grief to have its rightful place in our lives. It's because so many people grieve every single day. That is a lot of suffering going on. And I feel like if I can just have a glimmer of light on it, alleviate a little suffering, that that, for me, that is an accomplishment. That is a job well done. So I want people to come. I want people to bring their questions around about me. Um, I was I was going to share some personal stories, but I'll let you ask a question. <laughs> oh, yeah. We want to hear your personal stories. Definitely, Bonnie. You know, this is all a part of being on the cosmic prayer and finding out and discovering you and yes. and what you, what your intention is. And, you know, I, I'm just I just feel so grateful for you, Bonnie, because it's a topic. It's not a topic. It's an aspect mm. of our healing. Um, that 
so often can be, as you said, we can just brush that to one side and, and not have that courage. And yet, what do you, maybe you could share um, a time where you felt that for yourself and then you, you did the work and what was it that changed for you and how was prayer involved in that process? I know that's a big question, but it's just maybe if there's a time that grieving may have felt hard for you and this is just to inspire anybody that's listening now mm-hmm. to let them know that that the grieving is the light Mm-hmm. Not necessarily the darkness. <laughs> it's the light. It's the light in the way. It's yeah. the light in the way, and that's what I feel by uh, Bonnie Gonzalez, your your doula for grief. It's like let me walk with you. Let me hold the lantern as we navigate this pathway, this area. I feel that grief is really a state of grace. Grief mm-hmm. is being in a state of grace. When I think about my own grief, and I'll use my own experience of being in a state of grace. Um, in 2020, I lost uh, a brother and a sister. And it was, it was devastating. It was painful. It, um, it's all those things that you can imagine. But I allowed myself to discuss that grief, to discuss those painful places. I had good support, and I think that is just vital, to have good support, to have friends. I said even get a grief buddy, somebody that you can talk to about grief or someone that that goes out with you when you're in that state of grief and you want to be out and somebody that can kind of protect you and take care of you. But seeing, for me, seeing grief as a state of grace, that I was just allowing myself to be divinely guided by the divine Holy Spirit. At that time, I didn't have the bandwidth, Eva, to... Um, think about plotting and planning and going. It was, as I said, a total state of grace, very humbled and trusting in the divine. Um, I wanted to say what I feel has allowed me to be so comfortable with grief. I remember my father was dying and my father died a long time ago. I think almost 40 years ago. It seems like he's been gone longer than he was with me. But um, anyway, I remember being a young woman at the time and not having had any experience around death. And I just thought, I just had this, oh, this need to let my father know that I was gonna miss him when he was gone. And I was pregnant at the time, so that broke my heart to think that he would not see this, you know, precious baby because he just loved having babies in the family. But I was able to tell him, you know, Daddy, I'm going to miss you so much when you're gone. And he turned to me and he says, you know, Bonnie, I don't want you, I don't want you to take my passing so hard. I don't want you to be that upset about my dying. He says, because I've been to the other side. I've seen the other side. And it is beautiful. And Bonnie, we're all going to be together again. We're all going to be together again. That, that conversation with my father was a gift for my, to my entire life. It was a gift. And so that moment, maybe not in that particular moment, but looking back on how this whole desire to help people grieve came about. And it came about from that because my father laid the groundwork for me. 
He's the one that held the light for me to see my path of grief illuminated. It was him. And so from that, oh, I mean, even now when I think about it, I it's hard to be like, yes, it's sad that he's gone. Yeah. He gave me oh, every day when I think about it. I'm proud. It, 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 I'm, I'm just welling up as you're yeah. sharing this. And yeah. I want to thank you, Bonnie, for sharing this, yeah. this personal story. I mean, it really it has touched my heart because yeah. Yeah. it's your healing as well with your father transitioning and him mm -hmm. kind of giving you permission here and mm -hmm. you listening to that and then saying, this is how I'm going to serve and help people. Yes, he gave he gave me the pep talk, you know, yeah. on his dying bed. He gave me a pep talk, and not just a pep talk, but like I said, made clear for me what my mission, what my purpose. Laura's class of talking about being on purpose and a mission. It's so powerful. Yes. it's so powerful. I love this because it's inspiring me. It's like yeah. when somebody else is going through something and we feel their pain and then they're saying, he was saying, it's okay. Yeah. This Bonnie, the faith that he has in you. Yes. I just thought for him to say, don't take it so hard. It's like, what do you yeah. mean? Don't take it so hard. <laughs> I really hard. <laughs> and, and, yeah. and, and that's one other thing quickly that I want to add. I think sometimes people shy away from grief or run from grief because they feel that they will be taken under by it, that they'll never be able to surface again and feel joy and be happy. It's like because you allow yourself to experience that grief, then the joy that comes in is even more intensified, is even more bright, even more brilliant than to try to build on something mm. that is unstable and, and, and not secure. Wow. As, as you're saying, yeah, that's fine. As you're saying this, I'm, I'm really feeling, you know, because I did a, um, I, I, I was working with women for many years in menopause and around yeah. health and bone density and um, physical activity and nutrition and 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 now really it, you know helping people to overcome or to really see the light of who they are post menopause that's a that's a time of grieving as well isn't it yeah. i know personally going through menopause and realizing that i'm not who i thought i was and the mm. identity that i had kind of built my for mm -hmm. myself then mm -hmm. that's not you any that's not me laura coming to knowing myself as the divine has been such an amazing um opportunity for me to re to know the truth of who i am mm. um not identifying myself with age or aging, or who I thought I was when I was 30 or 40 or 50. Because, <laughs> and prayers really helped me with that to, to get closer to the divine and not to allow the conversation that's going on in, in our social, you know, in the, the cultural social conversation around loss when we have personal losses that have got nothing to do with anyone else. It's just our own body changing, even. Yes, yes, Laura. And that was another one of those losses, you know, um, the loss of our, you know, youth, what's gone on before. It is not now. That's another area of not being able to go back. I mean, I, I am not, I won't say vain, but yes, I look in the mirror and I go, oh, where did that come from? Oh my yeah. gosh. I'm not nodding at you. I'm nodding at me. I was like, yes. I look at myself on the on now and I think my neck is kind of like okay. That just brings me to a quote, and I, I know I'm gonna just watch it, but 
I'm just going to do my best with it. It says, okay, it's 10,000 blooms in summer, the moon in autumn, snow on the mountains in winter. If your mind is not clouded by unnecessary things, this is the most beautiful time of your life. And that is an answer to my prayer that when I pray about being able to, and I really do pray about this, being able to accept the changes that I see coming over my body, being Mm -hmm. able to accept how, ooh, my eyes aren't as bright as they used to be. But just when I pray that things like that come in to say that this is the most beautiful time of your life. And I, I don't know where, I can only speak from the eye. I don't know where I would be with this process called aging if I didn't have that kind of ongoing praying to be in acceptance of this part of my life. Um, because as much as I see the physical changes that, that happen, the wisdom that I've acquired, I wouldn't change that for anything. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it. If they said you could be 21 tomorrow, it's no. like, oh, don't make me go there. No. <laughs> I don't that's, want to be That's painful. <laughs> yes. I'm quite happy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And, and it's, and I think it's, 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 it can be more difficult now with on this topic because now we have that there is, you know, they, they talk about in, in social media and imagery for young girls and how that can really um, cause so much anxiety and stress and depression, even suicidal tendencies mm-hmm. because of the pressure, the peer pressure mm-hmm. for teens to look a certain way. And I don't think that stops. I think that goes into post-menopause as well because there's so much pressure, really, from social media to um, to have the have the uh, the Botox or the work or the, <laughs> and all of that, which is basically saying we're not good enough. We're mm-hmm. not good enough. We have mm-hmm. to look a certain way to accept ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I'm just kind of laughing. It's very painful. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> laughing because I worked in a surgery center at one time and we did a lot of cosmetic surgeries. And um, gosh, I was quite young. But anyway, I remember the um, the plastic surgeon saying, you know, Bonnie, if you want to, you know, get some work done, you need to start getting it done now. <laughs> you don't <laughs> You don't want to wait. It's like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> get it done. I mean, how much work does one need? Do I just show up and, you know, so I start drilling or whatever? But anyway, yes. <laughs> it's so, quite, yeah. uh, I digress. <laughs> and not that, not that I am judging that because I think that has its place and if that's what it's the intention and it's the the foundation of our why we would want it done that's the thing if we come from a place of needing it done because we feel that to have it done would be accepted and would be better and would be more beautiful and would be then I think it's flawed yeah and I do know that that there are, you know, there are situations where people need the work done for health reasons, for oh, having access. Psychological reasons, yes. all sorts of, yes. And I was going to say, if if that cosmetic work could make you shift you into realizing your own great greatness, it, to, to allow that. Claim it. Yeah, do it then, do it. Yeah. If that is going to free you to move forward. In life, Absolutely. That's going to free you from suffering to it. Yes. Yes. And also spiritual practice. I I I believe spiritual practice is, is like if they could, it's 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 an anti-ager. It is an anti-ager, isn't it? <laughs> spiritual practice. Spiritual practice. Doesn't it it's a rejuvenator? It's, yes. 
you can feel oh oh i love wayne be good to yourself wayne thank uh, you wayne i know you've been popping in here we yeah. haven't had a we've been chatting away and you've been flashing up thank you diego for <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm such a chatty Kathy Wayne. <laughs> uh, oh, picking it up. And I hope Wayne. I hope our words are encouraging you today. I hope it's bringing you some encouragement and that you're feeling a connection and feeling loved. So thank you for being with us. Thank you. Thank you. Wow, um, that's beautiful. Yeah. So I want to ask you. Um, so. You as a, as a spiritual practitioner and a life coach and you help you 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 assist people in a really unique and powerful way with the, with the work of soul collage which is uh, i love because i mean it kind of it, i know it ties in with the artist's way because it's very um, artistic yeah. very visual yeah. Yeah. and that 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 must be an incredible tool to assist people through through yeah. not only grieving and loss, but also to get a, a picture of their lives. Well, I was just going to say um, on the show, uh, when you tune into the show. You're uh, doing it for grief every Monday <laughs> from the 14th. For grief. <laughs> on, You're on doing it for grief. Day, come join and, and bring your heart. Bring your heart. Yeah. <laughs> I do really want to get into exploring some of the gifts of grief. I want to get into exploring the gifts of grief. And I want to explore also ways to take care of yourself when you're in grief. Uh, that is, it's a physical component when you grieve. Grief affects your brain. It affects your physical health. So I want to get into some of those areas on the show. And one of the areas, thank you, Laura, for even uh, mentioning soul collage. One of the areas for, for healing grief is through art and what makes soul collage so special and so effective in um, dealing with grief is that images have a way of unearthing what's going on inside we can look at an image and you could just see an image of a bird and think oh it's a bird but when given the opportunity to dialogue with that image is when you come to the meaning of it. It's like, oh, yeah, the bird. I am the one who flies free. I am the one who's able to drop their burdens and go off to beauty. So images have that way of speaking to us so that... I say it's easier than it's easier than psychotherapy <laughs> to, to wow. make a beautiful soul collage card. It's a lot less painful than psychotherapy. And sometimes it does bring up other emotions that you thought you saw the bird. And it's like, oh, that bird reminds me of my, you know, mother who always ran away and was never there when I needed her. So those kinds of things, soul collage just oh my goodness, can just unearth a lot for you. Uh, one of the uh, psychotherapists that developed the, um, the uh, technique of soul collage used it in her psychotherapy practice. And she found that by sitting with a client, even a short 30-minute session, they would make a soul collage card. She says they could unearth more information in that 30 minutes than during their couple years of psychotherapy. So art is very effective. It comes from another whole the left side of the brain. It just really taps into that. So um, soul collage is just uh, really near and dear. And I've used, I've had workshops with soul collage entitled Healing Through, Healing Grief Through Soul Collage. Healing Grief. Through oh, Bonnie. So it's a very effective tool. Very I'm really looking forward to to um, joining one of those workshops. Oh yes, yes, yes. And I hope that you you set set that in motion yeah. this year and put a workshop together because yes. that feels so powerful. Coming you think that um, 2022 <laughs> a coming dream come true. <laughs> 
Do you think yeah. that uh, opening, as you were saying that, it feels like there's this amazing, powerful opportunity now. I know because of everything that we are going through collectively on this planet um, in the last couple of years that grieving, um, grieving collectively also could, I mean, I know that you chant, mm. you chant mm. daily and you use mm -hmm. the Buddhist um, mantras and you follow that, uh, that tradition of chanting mm -hmm. and how do you think doing chanting together can open up because that's prayer isn't it Chanting. oh, oh my goodness Laura, that um this morning okay i um i do a little bit i have a collective a collective i guess that's the word no eclectic eclectic <laughs> Practice, of course, chanting. I've, I've uh, started practicing Buddhism like 35 years ago. So Buddhism for me is a philosophy of life, not necessarily a religion. That's my interpretation, that it is a philosophy for life. And then uh, moving on to becoming a, a religious science practitioner, that is a philosophy of life. So I feel like I have multiple tools in my toolbox, but starting my day with chanting, Treatments, oh my God, yes, 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 yes. Treatments, what can I say? Treatments are like what? Hmm. I was going to say it's like money in the bank, but <laughs> anyway, but I say that too about well, it's coming like from that overflow, it's filling us up, isn't it? Yes, um, being open to that, the, the source. Mm -hmm. what, what I was going to say for treatment for me and that's a part of that prayer, is that when we do the recognition, when we say that divine love, spirit, God is all there is, and that I am one with that, that is a prayer right there. Yes. That's, um, that is mm, high octane. <laughs> Hi, Octane. Hi, Octane. I love it. I realize that I am one with all of this, that there isn't anything. What is that? All that the Father has is mine. Yes. All that the Father has is mine. There's not anything. There's not anything. And yeah. um, Ernest Holmes, you know, those two parts of the, the first two parts of the treatment, mm -hmm. Ernest Holmes knew those to be the, the most important part of our spiritual mind treatment. It's the rec recognizing mm -hmm. and unifying. And really, if we do those correctly, those two parts, the rest is just kind of like... Window dressing, as I say. <laughs> the rest falls into place. We can create absolute treatment with those two parts mm -hmm. by knowing that truth in our hearts. Right. And yeah. it's, it's taken me, um, and uh, as I said, it's back to me, but it, it, it's taken me some time to really connect to that, connect to that in an authentic way that that is my truth, that that is my truth. If I am, not if, but knowing that I am one with that divine Holy Spirit, how do I show up in the world? How do I show up in the world? I like to feel that it is the divine Holy Spirit that's coming through right now to speak and to share this information. And when I take it in that vein, in that way of knowing that truth, everything else just comes natural. Everything else comes natural. But when I feel like I've got to do it, I've got to push through, that's, mm. yeah, that's. Well, that's, um, that's when then, as you said in the very beginning, when we're not actually having that faith, mm. we're, we're not coming, we're, we're living from then, uh, Actually, I'm not, you know, we're bringing calling the angel back in. <laughs> calling okay. our angels back in. <laughs> calling our angel. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So how do you see, Bonnie, for anyone that's watching now or will watch in the future, what would be your, um, 
what would you like in your heart to impart to them if they are feeling stuck because of of something they're going through a loss in their life and they and they maybe not even willing or wanting to face it mm -hmm. or to even have a conversation with themselves about it. Mm -hmm. um, Laura, um, what I would like to say, what I would like to say to anyone that is um, in that state of grief or feeling like you can't get out of that state of grief, uh, feeling like I don't want to be here, what I was going to say is just start by being gentle with yourself. Gentle with yourself. It, just acknowledge where you are. Be gentle with yourself. Don't forget to love yourself. And reach out for help. Reach out. There's so many options. There's, of course, there's group therapies. There's psychotherapies. There's what I do, which is called grief coaching, to get you moving forward, taking another step forward. That's what I would like. That's what I would like to say, to reach out for help. And if it's a friend, you just don't do this alone. Just don't do this alone. Um, you know, in our times in the past, uh, I'll just use death as an example that um, people would have a wreath on their door. Um, in our church, you would wear a, a certain flower to let people know that you were in grief. And we have taken, we've taken all of those, what I call rituals that we use to honor grief with, we've taken those all away. Right. We don't have that anymore. So what is there? left to do but just to be stuck in that because we're not <clears throat> we're no longer being allowed to announce to the world that we're right. here. and that's what i want to encourage that it is okay to announce to the world and when i say reach out we reach out we reach out be it friends and do know that <clears throat> not everybody can hear that can hear your story. So don't be turned off. Don't be, don't, um, you know, the, oh, I tried, but nobody would listen. It's like, keep going until you find the person that listens. Yes. So that's what I would say. Yes, don't that's so beautiful what you're saying. And I love um, shine mm. like a star in my, oh. in my own special way and add a beautiful light to this world. Thank you, oh. Wayne. You Wayne. are are you, you are, are. and <laughs> bonnie too today. <laughs> and i love what you've just said that really resonated with me about how that would have been a a way of people showing that the the loss they're going through by having a a, a symbolism um a symbol or a sign or a ritual um or a ceremony yeah. and over time, those have disappeared from our culture, from mm -hmm. our social, in the way we interact with each other. And there's a lot of guesswork that has to go on because we can't read someone else's mind. We yes. can't know what's in someone else's consciousness. So mm -hmm. now we're being really asked right. to be open and authentic. Right. And, and, and that is scary. That can be scary. It, it can be. And there's no shame in admitting I'm terrified. I'm scared. I'm afraid I'll never get out of this, you know, state of grief or this intense sadness will never leave me. It's what you're feeling. All I want to say is acknowledge what you feel and don't judge it. Just yeah. Don't judge it. Be with it. Just be with it. And I think during this time of the pandemic, with so many different losses of, you know, lives and, and lifestyles and changes, we're all in a state of grief. So what yes. is time to start talking about this than right now so that when we're on the other side of this, we will be such a, a freer a society, a more loving society, less judgment of 
in our society. Oh, and as you're saying this, what I'm realizing is, is that we are being, you know, we're so being invited to live a new way and to be open and to, be, and to express and bringing grief, being, bringing grief onto the table, like as you are out into the open is you're really, you're really changing something here for humanity, Bonnie, because you're yeah. allowing us to, to have these open conversations and come out of hiding with it. And I want to thank you for yeah. that because it's very bold of you and it's very transformative. Mm -hmm. It's oh. very transformative for us um, to, to be um, witnessing what you're doing and to have this opportunity with more and more people like mm -hmm. you doing this, um, we're going to heal in a way. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. In a we beautiful are way. We are healing. Yeah. We are doing it. Um, yes. That's that's my mantra, taking away, I'm trying, I'm going. It's like we are doing it. We, we are, are doing, doing it. We are so doing how it. can people reach out for, to you, to work with you, to find you? Uh, you can you can find me at bonniegonzalez.com or you can email you can email uh gonzalez 14 at gmail and the website will be ready in maybe two weeks and it's gonna be your doula for grief because you will be here on the 14th on Monday the 14th with your show on Valentine's Day. What a perfect day to begin. It's beautiful. Just bringing love to the world with your work and your intention is so powerful. There we are. Thank you, Diego. Bonigonzalez.com. And isn't it just wonderful that we can be here together, that we can be here together through this wonderful technology connecting yes. more and more people together. Yes. Uh, talking about a world that works for everyone. New Thought Media is part of making that happen. Oh. Building a world that works for everyone. Yes. Being connected, just being connected. We are social creatures. We are social creatures. So let's let's stop the pretending of so much independence. <laughs> yes, and isolation. And, exactly. and meet heart to heart with over the with this technology, you know, over the network and together and connect in this way. It's so powerful. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Bonnie, for being here. Oh, oh we're not finished. We are we're just getting started, Laura. I, I <laughs> went wrong. <laughs> Clocks, something happened. <laughs> spiritual mind treatment. Here we are. It's our time for spiritual mind oh, treatment. Thank God. you, Diego. Oh, so God. I would like to invite you, Bonnie, to share a prayer here before we oh, sure, sure, come sure. off of the um off of this cosmic prayer today. Uh, before yeah. we do this, I just want to thank you for being mm. here, for being so present, so available, so open, so willing mm. to share. It's just a blessing. And mm. I'm really excited for your first broadcast here on the network oh, to, to just be there and 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 be bask in the light yeah. of, of what it yeah. is you're going to be sharing. Um, and, and I just want to thank you for the opportunity. I want to thank New Thought Media for offering the platform to share. To oh. share your doula for grief. Your doula for grief. Fantastic. Yeah. Am yes. I praying or am I praying or we're praying? Or? I'm going to begin this prayer here. Oh, you want to start. Okay. So just going to center us in and okay. let's take this breath together. This one breath that I know is breathing as everything and this is god this is god the idea of god that is this experience of life right now that is the love and the power the presence the wisdom the idea of everything the idea of this creation of this incredible universe and beyond the multiverses and everything, the galaxies, the suns and the stars and the moons and the Milky Ways and the stratospheres and this planet and everything on this planet 
And as I say this and as I speak this, I am filled with awe, knowing that this is God, living and breathing and having its being as all of it. And I recognize this. And I'm just lit up with this because I know this is me. That as God is expressing through me in my unique way, I show up. As this love, as this presence, as this divine expression that is also Bonnie, that is also each of us, Diego, Reverend Robert, New Thought Media Network, Wayne, everybody listening and watching and viewing at whatever point, this is God, this is love. And as I unify with this even more deeply in my heart, I pass this over now to Bonnie. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It is with a heart that is filled with gratitude. It is with a heart that is overflowing with gratitude that I stand in awe and wonder of this program, a cosmic I know that through this program that Laura and Diego and Reverend Robert are creating, this program is the building of a cauldron that holds whatever is needed by those that are listening, whatever is needed. If that person is in need of connection, if that person is in need of love, if there is healing, that is needed, that it can be found right here and right now right where we are individually and collectively is where God is. Yes. We are divine, magnificent, exquisite creations of the divine. And with that knowing of our own unique exquisiteness and powerfulness, knowing that there is not anything that whatever is desired can be manifested. All one has to do is know and believe. Know that whatever is God, whatever is going on, God is in the midst of it. Mm. Knowing that through this program, each person is coming a little bit more slowly into their own light, little by little with yes. each program, each person wakes up just a little bit more. A world is just like a dark building. That where one by one the light comes on. As my individual light comes on, Laura's light comes on, and then it goes on and spreads out through the world until that building is fully lit, fully illuminated, bringing a bright world that works for all. And it is with this knowing that the possibilities for each person to realize their own magnificence and greatness, that that exists is what allows, is what allows prayer to be deepened, faith to be deepened, the cosmic prayer that goes out to the universe and comes back fully lit. The planet is fully energized and healed, that there is healing taking place right now on this planet through Cosmic Prayer and through New Thought Media Network. And it is with, oh my gosh, it's with a heart that is just so ecstatic and jubilant to know the truth of our time together. It is just with profound gratitude that I release this prayer into the law that always says, yes, yes, yes. And I anchor this prayer with, and so it is. And just want you to take a minute and just breathe those words in and let those words wash over you and know that you are loved.
Thank you for listening to Cosmic Prayer, your weekly shift with Laura Topper on the New Thought Media Network. If you've enjoyed this programming, please tell a friend and join us again next week for Cosmic Prayer, your weekly shift with Laura Topper.